Oh, you look just like my ex. Hey, you up? DTF. Um, kinda out of your league, but thanks for the swipe. No thanks, ugly. I wasn't interested anyway. Where are you? You up? Thanks for the swipe. Whatever. Um, height mate, please. I'm kinda out of your league, but... Dating up disasters. Uh, what's up, baby? Welcome to another episode of Dating Out Disasters. This is the real deal. Feel the thrill. Back for another episode. What's up, Rachel? We see, hi, buddy. We see our guest hasn't listened to an episode because he was not expecting that. Nobody ever is. This is my radio voice. I've seen the clips. Big yeah. fan of the clips. Big Aww. fan of the clips, yeah. baby. Yeah, That's what that. they love, man. What's up, Mike Cannon? We got my boy in the building today. Thanks for having me. Very honored. I like your you place. Here. Very Thank grown you. up. Very adult. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's I nice. get made fun of a lot. I, they, who was making fun of my apartment? They said that no one lives here. <laughs> oh yeah, we said this was like a prop studio apartment. It definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, she doesn't have salt and pepper in here, so I had some. I got salt. After I begged you, I said, Rachel. Just get salt. <laughs> this this does seem like every hollowed out apartment I've shot in for an MTV show <laughs> right, that they didn't right, even right. pay for. I asked, I said, Rachel, there's not one single picture of you or yeah. your family. Yeah. I got one today. Literally got one today. Did, I didn't did you even show? notice Bill, that. Bill, do you want to show him my, my baby picture yeah, what that you, I got? What are you, fucking Patrick Bateman? <laughs> Adorable. Wow. Adorable. I was wow. a cute kid. I what was a cute, cute kid. Circa 1943. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You pull, you've been pulling off bangs since 82. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Can I just tell you that's also a replica? That's not even the OG picture. The OG picture was a black and white hard picture Ooh. what does that mean this is a hard picture no like you mean cardboard like on mat like on, like on mat oh Car- yeah, yeah. okay i was like what like real <laughs> just victorian era shit <laughs> that's exactly what it yeah. was a painting yeah i do like your hotel <laughs> art though over there above your bed oh, just in case you, you want right, the guy to look to at it so he doesn't come too everything. fast yeah trust me there's no guy looking at anything in here <laughs> what he does to me every fucking week no kidding yeah there's quite Talks a bit about of... the lack of action that i get no kidding yeah well has there ever been any type of sexual no. connection between, between me and rachel two? yeah no. yeah fuck no maybe that's you know it what? maybe when no. i first moved here i thought rachel was good looking she had a donkey and sure. a black man you see a white woman with a tank on her sure. you have some interest <laughs> with a tank <laughs> But then Red you know, comes up with a new word for it every single you, you know, then you start talking to her, and then you see she's yeah, like, damaged as well. I hear you. So, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you, I grew out of that pretty quick. And we've oh, because sure, friends. Mr. Fucking Perfect. Well, no, everybody knows that I have my own issues that I deal with, but I'm open about them Mine and I'm willing to change. Uh, oh, this how does is that, new information. How does that make you feel as a as a person that presents yourself in the physical realm? So you're saying you're attractive and then you open your mouth and it wipes away all of that. So it's like truly your personality is the problem. Well, it can't be that bad if he's on a podcast with me. That's true. It can't be that bad. I mean, it's a good contrast. You know? Yeah, yeah. Again, it, it's not my cup. Well, know? and there's unrequited sexual tension. No, there's meaning, not. Meaning not, not, here's the thing. Okay. I'm not saying that either of you want to. It's that you haven't, and I think you're both surprised deep down. <laughs> I'm okay. definitely not surprised. Me I promise neither, you. Because I've I known Rachel long enough. I, I say that. I, I like, like when I Rachel like you gets just defensive. Keep playing during sex <laughs> the entire time. Do you? What, what? I've what? said, I've, I've known you for a while. I said, I yeah. feel like Rachel would just complain. Darius was like, ow, my <laughs> hair. Like, he was like, oh, not, God. Not with the Fred Drescher. <laughs> with the fucking, when you're from Long oh, Island. Oh, my hair. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I've gotten a lot of Fran Drescher voicemails in the last two weeks yeah. from because she's the SAG-AFTRA president. Oh. So she'll be like, have you voted yet <laughs> to secure our strike? And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it, Franny. I wasn't expecting to come at 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, she was hot as fuck. To oh me my back god, in the she day. still could get it. She hosted my Access Comedy Live, what? and she was like, "Yeah, the, just you know, stand up icon, Fran Drescher." <laughs> but that's the funny thing is, like, she's a sitcom icon, icon, like truly, yes. just in terms of TV. And she is a fucking seasoned pro. So she brought a writer from the nanny to write her monologue slash stand up opening for this show. Never oh. had done stand-up before. She's done live acting, I'm sure, stage stuff. Okay. But, well, obviously sitcom is kind of live acting stage stuff. So then she gets up, like, she's, like, kind of stumbling through it during rehearsals. I'm watching her, and she's, okay. like, not putting in any of the, like, Mr. Sheffield or whatever, like, any of that shit. She's just kind of straight, like, almost how Chris Rock works out material. There's none of this. It's always just, like, 
on his heels to see if the words work. So she was like flatly delivering it, stumbling over it, more or less was like, I got it. It's fine. And people were like, I don't think you got it. And then the show started and she fuck it, like instantly turned into a seasoned sitcom professional Whoa. was doing the ah, things yeah. like the like, uh, like all of the affect, all of the shit that, you know, would love from her and destroyed her first ever stand up comedy. Wow. Set. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, you know, you so wouldn't somebody else we have to compete with. Now. No, you wouldn't watch it and be like, she's going to tour. Right. You'd watch it and be like, wow, that actor really pulled that off. Got you. OK. You know, Is that what I mean? like a kind of a Jeremy Piven thing. Do you think he writes his own? I think he does. I think he, I don't know what he does, but uh, I think he probably tells a lot of stories, right? uh, Somewhat, but I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I I think he was a writer for Letterman. I think Jerry Piven in stand-up is better than David Spade. I saw David Spade. I didn't thought. Oh, no kidding? I like David Spade. You did? I I haven't seen any of his newer shit, though. Okay. He might have been working out the night he was at New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, probably. his... I don't know. Does he have? Does he have special? He does. Yeah, he okay, has a so Netflix like, special. You know, I don't, yeah, I yeah. haven't watched it. But yeah, New York. I was like, I mean, it's David Spade, but I was like, it's just okay. Yeah. But I thought Jeremy Piven was pretty funny when I watched. I, it. I've never seen him live, but I do get a lot of uh, people. I talk in a percussive, angry way, so I get comps to Jeremy Piven a lot. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I and I, Andy Dick. And, oh, <laughs> and Tom Green. Those are my three wheelhouse. Which, really? Thanks, Internet. Really, really Tom pumps me up before Green. bed. So I, I know we're going to get into the whole, because I, I have a lot of questions about marriage for yeah. you. And I, I love you and your wife's story. But you just recently sold out Gramercy Theater. Mm-hmm. I was there. It's awesome. What? I mean, this is probably a rhetorical, stupid question, but like, yeah. what does that actually feel like? Um... Well, it's it's kind of twofold because I am it's sevenfold because I'm mentally ill. But there's a lot of feelings that go along with it. Leading up, it's both exciting and stressful because it's the biggest venue that I've ever had to sell individually, and that pressure and what I put on myself is daunting. So I I'm doing a good job at kind of like working through it and feeling my feelings and communicating through them as I'm going. Mm-hmm. But the anxiety is palpable and consistent. And then it sells out and I'm like, "Well, that's great. Damn, it took until the day of the show. Damn, is this even real? Like are people yeah, even like coming cuz they syndrome. like me? Like or is this like they feel bad and saw tickets and bought oh, that?" Oh, you're like, feeling bad because it took to the last day to sell out. Yeah, of course. Well, it's never like, happy. It, that's yeah, but that's yeah. what makes you go so hard, but also you got to take a step back. See, but it's like thankful. imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. In the moment, like all of this is in the moment. And then afterwards, I I'm okay at taking a step back, zooming out and recognizing the growth and the tangible steps and all of that stuff. And I'm like, okay, good. You did it. You, you accomplished something mm-hmm. great. Let's do something else. And uh, but I'm not, I'm not great at maintaining positive feelings about hmm. myself. Yeah. Well, well g- thank God you got your kid and your wife for that. Cause I'm sure yeah. they, they probably yeah, yeah. perpetuate that. Well, I, I've, I'm, I'm really good. That's interesting. Cause I'm good at, uh, I'm good at thinking positively about myself as a father because I know that I'm a really good dad and I know that I mm-hmm. put everything into it and I care a lot. And he, the, the results have been like evident. Aww. So that stuff I'm, I'm fine with comedy is tough because it's like, even if you kill, you're told no so much that you just assume you stink. You also told me the coolest fucking story recently when you yeah. were at the club last week about how, do you know that he, when he was, you were a teenager, right? And you came to the club and yeah, it was yeah. the first comedy club he had ever been to. And he looked at the comic, whoever was on stage. And he was like, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to be back here and I'm going to perform. And he did. Yeah, I was I was 15 years old. My dad, I, I I think it was like the first time I was ever, again, individually uh, interested in stand-up. Like my dad, I remember the first time I saw stand-up was I watched my father and my grandfather watch Jammin' in New York, which was Carlin's special that came out in 92. I watched them both fall off their respective furnitures oh. when he said, you smell like an anchovies cunt. <laughs> and I like... Something hit me. Like, I was seven, so I didn't know what a cunt was. I knew what an anchovy was. I knew it smelled. And I, and I knew whatever happened was, like, both vulgar and had that effect on, like, two guys that I looked up to that hit me a lot. <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, well, I'm going to do that to get in their good graces. And they won't hit me if I uh, can yeah, make them laugh. Which, which it never yielded that result. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, like, then... I started getting into it in my in my teens and watching it, and I uh, my, I remember for a Christmas like my parents bought me bigger and blacker, like you know a yeah. bunch of Chris Rock stuff, a bunch of other specials. I've always been a DVD collector of specials. You still and have them? 
Somewhere, yeah. I mean, my most of my memories have been destroyed in my parents' divorce. <laughs> Dude, there is very little record of my life before 30 years old, <laughs> or before Facebook, I should say. Jesus. <laughs> Just get rid of all this shit. It's not good. Uh, so it, they, they might be somewhere, but it... it yeah, and then I, my father actually, to his credit, took me, and everybody bombed on the show because it was like a bringer show. I didn't even know what that was at that point. Oh, your I father just, took you to do stand-up? To, to watch. Oh, okay. But it was like a Monday night gotcha. produced show at yeah. New York hey, Comedy Club. comedy, so this is a comedy. I didn't know mm -hmm. shit. I think Sheba probably was on it. Like, <laughs> like truly. I mean, Sheba Mason, wow. She may have been, or somebody of that ilk, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so the only comedian who's still doing comedy, I think he's still doing comedy, he's even more political than comedy, is Dean Obadala. He's the only person that I knew Big that black was. Dean? No, no, he's a Middle Eastern. Okay, but he does a lot of stuff for CNN. He's more, he's more of a political guy than stand up. Shows. Oh, yeah, and he. Uh, <laughs> That's all I knew. As soon as you said, I knew exactly what that meant. I was like, I didn't call the money out, but I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. McGovern. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We're not gonna. So we've had Zach McGovern on. Zach has really progressed a lot. He really That's my has. Boy. The only he reason really I'm doing has. Because I would say this to his face. Yeah. You know you're more of a five o'clock lunch guy. <laughs> <laughs> he said that to me. He was like, he was like, he was like, he said, Phil. He was like, do you even get any ass? I was like, well, you know, normally I have shows at night. I'm not a brunch comic. Like, <laughs> he was like, oh, that was harsh. Yikes. Damn, that was harsh. This is so. Let me. Zach missed his Matt Rife window, right? But. <laughs> But he has not missed his zaddy window, Dude. which eventually, if he does knock one of these rando whores up, no, I'm kidding. I have no idea what his life is like. Hearing but if you he call him a zaddy was really awkward for me. <laughs> I get where he's going. You know yeah, what I mean? I call him Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But eventually, like you age out of that. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like he's going to be in his mid thirties or whatever he is. Like you're, you're not going to be fucking hot. Hol uh, Hollister guy. Tell him that because yeah. he doesn't believe it. He well, yeah. He'll get work done. It's he's, yeah. he's still It'll wearing. He's still wearing get, puka shells. We love you, Zach. Yes, yeah, for sure. Oh my god. So anyway, um, oh, but just real quick, I got a bone to pick with this guy. So the other night we're at New York with this guy. Or yeah, this with, guy? No. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't know that you identified as both, but okay. She said this I'm guy. Cool. Or this Depends guy. on the day. Okay. See, I knew I had a feeling about you. Uh, so no. So me and me and Mike. Well, I, he asked me to host this show. He's, do, he's doing a residency this month at New York. He's like, yo, you want to host? Perfect. So we're there. And afterwards, we're smoking. And he was like, I think I'm going to take an edible. I was like, he was like, you want one? I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I pop it. I and I'm eating it. It's just warm. I'm like, how much are these? Like five, tens? He was like, a hundred. <gasps> I was like, word. I was like, which? I've, I've eaten edibles with Mike. A hundred? He, like, he was like, but it's a light hundred. I was like, what oh, it's mean? a light hundred. Oh, okay. It's just a light hundred. <laughs> that light motherfucker became a heavyweight 45 <laughs> minutes later. And I'm... I fucking fell asleep on the A train at West Oh, no. And I woke up, motherfucker. Yeah. Woke up in the fucking 220. What's the last time? Oh, 207. It's not far from you, but. Luckily, but still. But the thing is, I was so high that I was like in that realm of like where I'm awake, but I'm not. So I look, I was like, this isn't my stop. And I go to the downtown train. And I fall asleep and miss my stop again and wake up on 145th. I've done I said, this. Fuck! I called a cab. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say you fell asleep on stage, and that would have been <laughs> yeah, just, epic. He didn't give me heroin. <laughs> 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 he fell asleep on dude. stage. Dude, a light 100 is wild to say. Yeah. No, baby. Ain't no such thing. That 100 was working me. While you know, he's hosting your show. It was after. It was after. It was after. Oh, it was after. okay, okay. I don't know why. I, I do know why. I thought <laughs> I thought we took edibles together in Virginia. We did. We did, right? Yeah. And okay, so Mike, I did edibles at Gramercy Theater when you saw he had edibles in his whole. That's life right. Room, okay, they were strong you, as fuck. Is a is a is that is there a thing as a light one hundred to you? Yeah, I mean, so I took it and it's a hundred milligrams, but it didn't get me to where I like to be. So <laughs> really? I so I called it a light hundy. Light hundy. Yeah, it's a light hundy. When you take. I took, two, I, took, I took two of them last night I would and die. I literally didn't feel high and I was like, all right, I gotta take a I gotta take a break. You gotta take a break, yeah, I gotta take a break. You're becoming your yeah. tolerance is getting so high. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The next step for you is ketamine because that's yeah. the only thing you're gonna feel. <laughs> <laughs> right? oh because that's God. where we're at. Because I mean you gotta say Mike has done literally he has a special where he took yeah. three hundred milligrams of yeah. and he's like normal Mike. 
Yeah. Okay, so well, I think that's why people got mad at me about it. They're like, "You're not even like this is just you, man." You're not and I'm like, "Limits, Mike. <laughs> put a syringe in your arm and get on stage." The most the most recent one, I pushed my limits of being on stage because yeah. I was close. I was. I was tipping the scales at three. Yeah. And that, like, I, I take 100 milligrams every night. The first special I took, I took 150 milligrams just to, like, I wanted to tip the scales, but I didn't want to be unaccessible. Like, I didn't want to be on stage and just be like, and then 13 minutes later, I'd be like, oh, like, I'm performing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to at least it be a moderately entertaining evening. Do you evening. always take edibles before you no, go up? No, oh, okay. no, no. But I, I know you quit drinking a yeah, while back. Yeah, four Do and a half years. Four and a half years, congrats. Yeah, thank you. Um, Why? Uh, my wife got pregnant. Uh, so I literally did it in solid. I mean, I had been batting around the idea for long enough because I, I battled. Uh, so drinking for me, I love it still. Like I love alcohol. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not one of those people that sees no merits in it. I personally, the way I like to drink, it's not, it does not suit my current lifestyle, which okay. means like I wouldn't be a good father. I wouldn't be a good partner. I would also not have the the uh, like tank to do comedy and all the shit that I do on top of it. Yeah. So like I just physically cannot drink the way Did I was. Did it ever affect your relationship, the alcohol? Yeah, I mean, we got into fights if I'm like pissing the bed. Yeah, like you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like, it's only happened to me one time. Yeah, Has yeah. It? I haven't, well actually, okay. Happened to me twice, but it was about 20 years in between the first and the second. The first time I ever pissed the bed is the first time I ever got drunk. Yeah, I was yeah. a junior in high school, Ooh. and I broke my first cell phone because my parents had just got me. It was a Nokia. I was so Shit excited. Don't change, huh? and, and I had it in my pocket. Is that the one with the chirp? No, that's no, Nextel. That's, that was yeah, yeah. No, no, this is before then. It was just a little, little handheld, and I had it in my pocket. Got drunk on Bud Select. <laughs> and I passed out in my friend's bed. I, just made, I told my mom I'm sleeping at my boy's house. Pass out in their guest bedroom. Piss the bed. Cell phone in my pocket. I piss into my cell phone. There was it was waterlogged. You could see the water on <laughs> the screen. And I, I, it was the phone was a day old. Yeah. And I had to go home, and I was like, Mom. Yeah. My phone's broken. She was like, and this is why we don't get you nice shit. You said you could handle it. You said you're mature enough. How did you break it, Phil? And in my you head, told I, was, her? I couldn't say I got drunk and pissed in it. Right, right. I was like, there was a water puddle and it fell out. And I, it, and luckily, Would because that... there was water in it, yeah. she was like, God. You, yeah. She was like, you really are a child. I love but, that your mom's <laughs> holding just a piss-filled <laughs> water <laughs> fucking phone. And you're like, there's water in yeah, it. Mom, it's like, nope, that's piss. That's pure pee. <laughs> yeah, and I'll never forget it. And then the second time I pissed in bed was actually... Um, it was over COVID, so it was three years ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was that rough time when COVID just Every, happened. Everybody was re we regressing. We didn't know how regressing. fucking yeah. bad it was going to get. Yeah. And I'm talking, I'm drinking Jameson out the bottle. Yeah, yeah. I'm pouring it. Because everybody was sprinting because we assumed it was two weeks, the right. max. Exactly. So it's like, this is more or less summer camp. Yeah, this is a vacation. I'm going to fucking, let's go. Shrooms every day. Yeah, drinking. 100%. I'm hoping it's not the same Jameson bottle we talked about in previous episodes. Oh, the one the girl fisted herself with? No. Do you think I have Jameson? bottle will last me six months i can finish one in a day oh, yeah the, the, yeah she went bottom first yeah, no no she went she went the skinny so oh, okay good she put a condom on it and oh then she, and she safe like, fuck me with this bottle and i'm telling you i've never been more turned off in my life but turned I, off yeah turned off but yeah still did it. it was no i of course well, I'm like, come on what we're, no, first of all i could be vomiting <laughs> from disgust but i'm like this is a great podcast anecdote <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, I never even thought it would make it to the podcast. I was just thinking, I was like, what happened to you? <laughs> she was just in charge of the recyclables. <laughs> That's it. It was just her. And the thing is, but all I kept thinking, because after I get done with this bottle, I remember Ugh. I get done with the bottle. And was it like, filled? No, no. Okay. We finished it. Oh. But she was like, now fuck me. And I was like, how do I compete with Jameson? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at best, I'm three-finger girth. At best, that's on a large day. Yeah. But a <laughs> bottle of Jameson, even- It even got all the way to the bottle to part? The, yeah, so it went, yeah, it got down to like- you Wow. The skinny part. And I'm like, this, this is a vacant hallway. That's gross. <sighs> it was sick. Yes, <laughs> gross. For <laughs> some reason, yeah. I thought you used the Jameson on the other end. Oh, the circle part, the big no. circle. No. Her asshole. But yes. Ah. Uh, that was her asshole. I thought. I no, it was. Uh, a, it was a vagina. I was all. That would be fun though. Yeah. Just kind of a right out of the bottom. Ah, yeah. But what would it? Oh. It sounds, it sounds like you're popping a top with a lighter. Yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. That is absolutely just. 
the funny thing is too is that the asshole kind of looks like the ridges of a beer can it does so it could like fit perfectly in it uh, like like a treasure key does and then it? you turn it and a skeleton comes it out, of her. Drops out of her vagina it's a trap door this is gross this is gr- Rachel. This has been phenomenal. I didn't know that's what you're. I've never looked at my butthole, so I don't know. Never. What the, no. You've never noticed though that, uh, or or see, you've watched porn. No, mm. she doesn't masturbate. I knew that. Yeah. No um, man, you're yourself. you're just really truly depriving yourself <laughs> of, of a life. good time. Of yeah. life. Yeah. Imagine like she finally does, and she's like, "What is this on my face?" And we're like, "That's ah, a smile." That's a smile. First of all, I smile. Yeah, you not got, often. Can I say? Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I don't know. There's eras, but post COVID, okay. you have softened. She's way nicer yeah. after COVID than yeah, she was 100%, when I first met her. hundred well, percent. And that's not even to say that you were. Uh, I'm not saying that you yeah. were difficult or a bitch. I'm saying that say for that. for whatever reason, <laughs> you just seem like lighter well, and and way more happy. There's less stress at the job. Yeah, and you know those, I know, those yeah, people yeah. are gone. So those people. I, did, I had no idea. It was it was very shit. stressful. Yeah, I had no idea. It was very stressful. So I was like. You know, it was stressful for me. Yes, and, and I didn't even know that when that person left, the the amount of fights that y'all would get into. Yeah, there was, there was uh, some people let go before the pandemic, and they were kind of in charge, and it was just a mess. But anyway, yeah, um, one of which I get along with. Sure, yeah, still for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, just, yeah, that's wild to even think about. Um, now I, I do admire how amazing of a uh, how amazing of a father you are thank you um we've had discussions about we've had previous yeah uh, like our past and our parents and how crazy they are yeah and and you remind me a lot of my brother because my brother really turned it around as well and Mm. changed that whole generational curse of yeah yeah shitty dads I'm not done yet, but I'm hoping to. No, yeah. You feel like you're on a good foot, though. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. How did you, did you always want to be a dad? Yeah, I, I definitely did. And then I also went through a period of being like a cynical, selfish, a long period of being a cynical, selfish, out for myself. I, I don't have the capacity to love because I've been hurt so bad. You know, just like mm. fucking white anguish. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, just so I've had those moments where I'm like, I'm absolutely not being a father. I also had the moment where I was like, I still am, but I'm like anti-marriage, but I'm married. I'm anti-marriage as a, as a, not an organization institution is an institution because it, it just like is developed to limit the sexuality of women. Just read the Bible. It's a, it's yeah. in there. Yeah. Who cares? Is it? It, 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 every, every story in the Bible is dude gets on his boat, sails the world, fucks a mermaid while his chick is waiting <laughs> with his kids at fucking Eurydice's house or whatever. It's, it's insane, but it, it, whatever. doesn't even matter. I, uh, I just, um, Yes, I always have been. I've always been really good with kids, too, even since I was a kid. Like, I've just operated on that level. I also told... It's, like, similar with Sagalo, right? Where I told him, I was like, oh, I think you'd be a good dad. And he's like, what? Like, he looked at me with, like, tears in his eyes. And I was like, I was like, yeah, man. Like, I think if you're not a dad, it's, it's frankly, a little bit of a waste of your silliness. Yeah. Like, because that's, that's what this is, man. It's yeah. like finding somebody that you love more than anything in the entire world wanting them to develop in a way that is beneficial to them, wanting to make them emotionally like as secure as humanly possible while also having the best fucking time ever. I'm hanging with a four-year-old version of myself. I'm a four-year-old version of myself. (laughs) I'm buying him toys that I play with. Like, like it's all fucking sick. It's the best. Well, fuck it. You've inspired me, Mike. (laughs) So, um, what's about to happen right now? I'm gonna tell you what happened, man. Mike's just kind of just keeps talking about this, keeps talking about this. And I, I picked his brain. But your boy slipped one past the goalie. <laughs> yeah, I shot the club up, and my girl is pregnant. Here's the first announcement to the world. You know, guys, listen. You know, hey, man, you throw enough things at the wall, so that's right, stick, that's you know? right. And I've been yeah. shooting up that club for a couple years. That's right. Honestly, I didn't think my guys could swim. They swim, <laughs> and they swim fast. He started working out more, I think. I think no, that's what it is. Because, yeah. honestly, I used to, we for two years, the same Business as usual. Nothing's been crazy. Yeah. Never been late. You Nothing. just you just leave it in, huh? Oh, I fall asleep in it sometimes. That's oh, Jesus. Incredible. You've never fell asleep hitched to the wagon? Yeah, Maybe. but and, but knowing that there was some sort of alien lifeguard over the cervix. Honestly, no, honestly, I didn't know. Honestly, it got to the point 
Because I, I mean, I just know slip ups, no nothing. Yeah, she yeah. was, she was never on point. birth control, never. She was years ago, and then um, some shit happened where we we were late. We thought she was pregnant, and it was like a top ectopic or something. Uh-huh. She was never going to keep, mm. and so she got off of the birth control. Then, so we honestly for two years no birth control again, never late again after that. To the point she was almost going to go to the doctor. She was like, I don't know, maybe if I can even have kids. Right, I'm like, right. Well, I mean, I'm sure you could. I mean, you're young, you're healthy, but nef- never a reason to yeah. even think. And then literally, out of nowhere, so um, was it two months ago now, I was doing a show at New York. I get a text. She was like, hey, do you have anything after your show? I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to have some drinks with some friends. She was like, well, could you come home mm. uh, early after the show? Mm. Which immediately pissed me off. I was like, what the fuck? God why, why forbid. Do come, why do God I need to come forbid. home early? I don't ask a lot. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm working. Damn. Why do yeah, I need yeah. to have a curfew Instant tonight? walls up, ready to yeah, fight. Yeah. And that's how I get, which is, it says a lot about me because I get, it's when somebody tells me not automatically, yeah, like, of course. you're not my mom. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's immature, yeah. but I was irritated. Yeah. And she was like, I don't ask you ever to come home early. Could you please just do me this favor and not get too drunk and come yeah. home? I have, a, I have something I need to talk to you about. It's a surprise. My first thought was, this girl fucked around and got me a PS5. I've been asking for this oh, for my. months. You know what? <laughs> I got a PS5, and she wants oh. me to come home because she <sighs> wants to see my reaction. So <laughs> I get home. She got you an eventual five-year-old that's going to go to PS108. <laughs> I walk in, and I immediately start scanning the room for my PlayStation. I'm like, yeah, where is it? Is she is it under it? a blanket? Did she wrap it? Did she wrapped it. It's in a bag. I don't see it anywhere, so I'm like, so what's the surprise? Uh-huh. She was like, what do you think it is? I was like, babe, where's the PS5? She was like, what? I was like, you're pregnant. She was like, yeah, and shows me the pregnancy test. My jaw, I was like, stop fucking with me. Babe. Wow. She was this like, is also like full circle from your mom holding a piss-filled phone yes! to you being handed a piss-filled pregnancy test. <laughs> That's the call, yeah. like, oh, like, so I was like, that's not real. I was like, babe, April Fool's is done. I was like, you ordered that online to fuck with me. She was like, would you like for me to pee on another one? I said, no disrespect, but yeah, I would. I'd like to see it turn. She peed again. She went to go get something to drink, came back. She was like, boom, it was a hard plus. I said, yeah. oh, you're pregnant, pregnant. She was like, I know. <laughs> and I literally, my stomach like turned in on itself. I was like, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Were you happy when you initially heard? Yeah, so the way we found out in kind of a similar way, but I so I I went overseas to the to the Middle East to perform for the troops and like I was stealing valor the entire week heading up. Like truly walking around like I was a war hero <laughs> in my own house, just kind of like just being I'm like you, you, you have I'm to glad address you explain because I had no idea. Yes. What yeah, about. just like just ordering my wife around and being like respect your commander and just, <laughs> you know, like shit like that. And so we had sex the night before I left and as a joke I came inside of her like as a what do you, joke. what do you mean a joke like how soldiers do so when they come I like I literally war. tapped her on the ass and go I'm deploying and came <laughs> inside of my wife and i was like all right that's all She's fun like, thank and you I for like, your service yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks feels like normandy inside of me <laughs> like, really <laughs> a lot of bodies still washing up on this beach <laughs> so you know i think nothing of it i go overseas i have a great trip like it, truly the most rewarding personal trip that I've ever taken. Oh. Like, and it, very cool in terms of that comedy took me there. I got to like do this whole thing. It was awesome. Yeah. I come home and smoked weed in over two weeks because it's the Middle East and I don't want to get my fucking hands lopped off like Aladdin. Yes. Right, right. So I, I kept weed home. <laughs> I, I get home early in the morning. I think I got home at like 9 a.m. My wife was at work or, or out. And I was like, I'm getting out of my mind high, out of my mind. So I rolled two blunts, I smoked both of them, and I was like, like chin connected to my tits, winking to see my own eyelashes high. You know what I mean? Like you ever get so high, you're like, I can see my own eyelashes. Right. And you just, just kind of like contort your face for an hour and a half sometimes. So that's how stoned I was. And my wife gets home and she's like, hey, gives me a kiss. And she's like, uh, she's like, I feel weird. I think I should pre- take a pregnancy test. And I was like, hello. Like, like oh, okay. Like, yeah, I was like, 
whatever. Like, sure, go ahead, you know? And I'm, like, telling her about the, uh, about the trip. She's in there. She pees. She puts it down, immediately jumps in the shower, which I found to be odd. I was like, oh, maybe she pissed all over her wrist or something. <laughs> and uh, nine minutes later, she's like, all right, can you, can you check it? And I walked in and I like picked it up and it looked like the plus was carved with a knife. <laughs> like, like it was so red and embedded in the digital. Like it was just like, it like came like that. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, oh shit. I was like, you're pregnant. Like, and she goes, she goes, what? Like, <laughs> like behind, by, like by, I wasn't sure if she could see me. I couldn't really see her, but she was behind the shower curtain. And I like, I'm so high that I'm like, is my face doing something weird? <laughs> I like looked into the mirror and I was like, oh, it's okay. And, and I was like, so I was like, what's, I was like, you're pregnant. And she's like, and I like the curtain. She's like, you know, just classic Italian woman, always bracing for a fist. <laughs> oh my God. Stop. Ain't nobody going to hit you, woman. Yeah. I was like, what is your deal? And she's like, she's like, oh, we're pregnant. And I was like, yeah. She's like, you know, mad or sad or disappointed. I was like, I was like, what? Like, my wife? I, yeah, I was like, this is, this is awesome. Like, holy shit, we're pregnant. And she's like, good, because I took four pregnancy tests this week and they were all positive. And I was <gasps> I like, she already knew. <laughs> I was like, you started our parenting journey on a lie, yeah. you bitch. He's like, we're, we're, we're pregnant. You're like, what? <laughs> you, you knew. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking knew. She's a good actress. She's a good actress. And I was like, holy shit. And she's like, you're like happy? And I was like, yeah, I, I also like. I kind of couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe that I was happy. It, that's what it was. Is it, is it about the timing though? Like, had this happened five, six, seven years ago, mm -hmm. would you have felt different? Well, yeah, but this also came at a time that still could have just not not. I don't want to say destroyed my career because it wasn't. It wouldn't be that. It wouldn't be that that's doing it. But it could have ended my comedy career and forced me to take on a much more practical job. This is where I'm at right now, which I talked to you yeah. about, because that's my biggest fear. And my girl has made it very clear there will be no quitting comedy. Right, right. She was like, you're, she was like if you were like some on the fence, open micer who's yeah. just started, I'd be like, no, fuck. She was like, but you've been doing this for so long, and you're a professional comedian, feel like you are good yeah. enough too. So she was like, do you have to go harder at comedy? Yeah. She was like, now, will you be able to go to the strip club till 7.30 in the morning right. like you like to call comedy and networking? She said, no, I don't think that'll be something you can <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. She said, but- You also won't want to. That's what she was like. Yeah, she was like, you won't. You, I hope. Yeah, she was like, well, if yeah. you're a good I mean, father, if you're on the road, it's it's whatever. Yeah, I, I'm not about that, but it, then that you have no responsibility. I When I take mushrooms, you go to a strip club. Right. You know what I right. mean? It's so like, all right, I have four hours responsibility-less right. life. Our leisure times yes. are different. But, yeah, yeah. but that's the thing. And so, and uh, and like you, that's why I really wanted to talk to good comedians who had kids, which mm. a lot of the ones I took, my boy's like, all the good comedians have good kids. If you think of like the, the biggest ones, right, he's right. Like, because that's what makes them go hard. He was like, when you have all that idle time, yeah. it's easy to get distracted. He was like, and my boy, who he said something profound. He was like, I'm going to tell you, a baby's never made anybody less funny. No. He's like, so if that's what you're worried about, yeah, yeah. he's like, now nah, you can't fuck off with your time. No. He's like, and everything you do has to be productive and make you money. Yes. But he was like, comedy can still be a thing. What it does is it calcifies your focus, right? So even if you're a focused, disciplined comedian before you have a, com uh, before you have a kid, you then have no ability to even like kind of leisurely frolic outside of your discipline and call that writing and like right. smoke weed and do what I like. I mean, I still I'm right, right. Uh, smoking weed and doing podcasts on a Wednesday. Like it's still right. my work life, but you then like you harden your focus. You go at what you want to go at. Like you were at a similar position that I was when I had a kid or at least got her pregnant where things were moving. I had put out an album, but at, at that point, right when she got pregnant, I was like, I'm doing a special. So I am going to level up my career. I need I need this. This is the progressive next step. This is how I want people to see is see me. I know what I'm I got in at the seller. I I know the storyline of really what I want to do. I I'm ready to do that because it's this it's the thing. It's like you got to fucking make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Did you really have like a storyline in your mind of like steps and progressive things that you wanted to accomplish? Yeah, and I've hit none of them. Like, like, <laughs> like no, no. I, 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 you you got passed at the cellar. Like, sure, but do you, wanna, do you want to, like for real, I've hit almost none of my career goals while creating the career that I've always wanted. Wow. So that's were like, they like huge goals, like no, Madison Square Garden. No, no, no. The goals were Montreal New Face. I've never gotten a Montreal, uh, never been a Montreal New Face. The goal was late night TV. 
I've never done late night TV. My goal was half hour on Comedy Central. I've never done a half hour on Comedy Central. I've never done a fucking set for Comedy Central. You're my inspiration. My goal is an hour. Everything you haven't checked off is on my checklist. And I was like, but I'm still a professional comedian. Well, that's the thing. I'm not only a professional comedian, people assume I've done all that. Right. So it's a, it's so, those things are now so fucking irrelevant to the game and to the steps that you have to take towards success that it doesn't even matter if you've done it. People just assume you've hit those boxes because you're already beyond it. And sometimes they always say you don't get what you want for a reason because there's something bigger in store. Yeah, that's true. And Um, not to clown anybody, but there there are people that like have done half hour Comedy Central specials that don't, fucking do comedy anymore or they can't tour they can't get on the road and it's like well i've made it so i've written so many fucking hours and i've also been on so many podcasts and i've done all of the groundwork to try to just like gather as many like-minded fan people as humanly possible to where i'm on the road and i haven't been touched by the industry Mm. i have not been fucking knighted or anything like that that could change coming up there's some things pending but uh (laughs) but but you know there it's true man i've been a largely not largely an entirely independent entity moving through through my 15 years of comedy and i think if things then come up that are that are industry related contracts etc I have the fucking most solid foundation to be able to tell somebody no if the deal isn't right. Mm. That's fucking awesome. Can I say one thing that I always noticed about you from very early on when I met you and just respected that I wasn't used to because you know this is not my first club that I've worked at. Yeah, I will talk about the sky later because that's that? it's freaking. It's yeah. freaking I gotta me the walk fuck to out. my car and I'm gonna drop dead <laughs> on Third Ave. <laughs> There's we there's like apparently State 400 of forest fires in Canada that have now breezed into New York. Yeah, State stop of being emergency. polite to the fires, right. you fucking exactly. Canucks. Just like yeah. just let them burn themselves out. Nigga, get some water on that Dude. shit. <laughs> but no, the thing that I respected so much about you is that you were one of the few comics coming through there. You didn't flirt. Right. You didn't hang around just to like schmooze with the chicks after the yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. And I was like. And I noticed he's been like, with his wife since he was twelve. Well, that's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, it, but that, but also like that doesn't mean that I'm not a human being sure. that likes attention yeah, from true. women and all that that's stuff. True. Like I do, I just don't find you don't put yourself in that position to no, get. Beca- in, yeah, exactly. In the it's like it's it's just not worth any. Like I had a joke for a little while and it just died on the vine because it's just wholly unlikable. But I was in Dewey Beach, Delaware, and I had just done a great like just had a great set. Sagalo was with me, so we're after we're eating, we're having a good time. My wife was pregnant, and I'm talking about her pregnancy, marriage, all that stuff. And this 23 year old, you know, like just exactly what you are picturing is exactly what she was, smoking hot, you know, borderline, couldn't even speak. Uh, and but she like came over, mushed Sagalo in the face, literally put Shut. her face in front of his face, and was like, "So I was and I'm just like, I, I literally looked at her and I go, you're trying to ruin my life. <laughs> and, and she goes, what? Like she had never been talking to with that, uh, talked to with that much honesty. And I was like, you just listened to me for an hour. Talk about my wife that I've known since I was a 10 year old and about the kid that I'm about to have with that person. And your response to that is like, looks good. I'm going to destroy that. I was like, you, I was like, I have, I want no part of somebody like that. Right. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if blatant disregard for yeah, my family, it's yeah. crazy. So, like, that, that stuff, when I frame it that way, it makes it very easy. Okay. Not to. Could you do that? Of course. I haven't had the two yet. I haven't had to make that decision, so I can't. But I would like to think I would with hope, a yeah. child on the way sure. that I could keep my dick it's in It's also pants. like individually what your arrangement is, what you guys speak about, all that stuff. There's there, it, My life is not for everybody. I am... I like security. I don't. I don't like security. I love security, and I need security, okay. mostly based on how I grew up. So for that, like that comes paramount to just pussy for me. And and I've I've done. I've hooked up with a lot of people. I've gotten my fair share. Taken a lot of breaks. It's because you knew each other since how old? We're ten. I mean, 10. yeah, but I I have not had sex with a new person in a long time. Like, right, like but I mean like 15 throughout the, the, plus years. Like, His wife you know isn't his only body. Is that no, what you're no, trying no, to no, no, nor am I hers. No, yeah. no, no, because no, I, I, I would not want, want to be. No, no, you gotta live yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta yeah. live yeah, yeah. a little bit because then there'll be regret. But like. No, and also this is not only dick in your life, dick. Yeah. This is, it's, <laughs> 
it's, it's the last dick of your life. <laughs> it, it, it'll, it'll do. Yeah, it'll do. Yeah, yeah, but this but is you not, need more experiences. That's right. That's right. Oh my god. No, but like, man, did you? Did you? What age do you think you knew that she was the one? That she was the one. College. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I mean, because we went through a period where, like, we had always been best friends hooking up. Then we went through a long period where we didn't date, but we'd hook up with each other. Like, okay. so it was kind of like, like more of a, benefits, yeah, it was yeah. kind of like more of a casual thing, but we were like best friends. Like, I talked her through breakups. She's talked me through breakups. Yeah. Like, we've, we've had that relationship as well. But it took me until we were like seven years dating or six years dating to be like, all right, I don't believe in marriage to bring that back. Like, I do not like it. I, I, it's, it's whatever. It, it seems like to be a failing thing. But the only person I would break my rule for oh. is her. I've known her since I was 10 years old. There's something to that. She's right. known me throughout so many processes of my life. I can't hide from Different her. Different mics. Yeah, I, can, yeah. I, I truly cannot hide from her. She remembers Black Mike that played AAU. She truly does. <laughs> She, yeah, me, me with a me with a do rag on trying to bang her, and she's like, "You can't, you can't do that." Booze most wanted, exactly. Yeah, of course it is. It's a really regretful period of my life. Do rag with a headband on an AI headband. I could see Mike. Yeah, Darius Miles. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely pathetic. So seven years into dating, yeah, where I was just like. And so this is where I I am stupid. There's a lot of areas that I'm dumb, but like it took a mushroom trip for me to like, I was waffling. Didn't know where I was at with it. Kind of almost was like, I guess I'll wave she, the white flag eventually. Pressure? Is that why you were waffling? She wasn't, she wasn't putting pressure, but she was making it clear that she would like that. Mm -hmm. Like, and But she was also down to be like, yeah, we'll just be together forever. Like that was always the plan. Aww. The plan wasn't like, wasn't like if we don't get married, we're breaking up. The plan was if we don't get married, we'll be fucking Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins or whatever. Like we just like <laughs> we'll be together, we'll have kids. Like I had always made it clear I'd rather have a kid with her than even get married. Okay. Because I just like I didn't the commitment of marriage on its own, and now to me it means something because I have a family and all that stuff. But like at the time heading into it, I'm like, it just means nothing to me. I see it mean nothing to everybody. Like right. I'm going to a courthouse and signing a paper. This is more for taxes than yeah, it is yeah, for yeah. love. Like yeah, this is dumb. Can but I then you have a kid and you're like, this is love. Like this right. is now bringing the entire unit together. I'm, I'm spitting all over your microphone, okay. but I'm like, this is like exactly what I thought all of this would be Do, oh, okay. or so, hoped. So I should marriage say met your expectations. Did yeah. it, was there anything shocking about it or disappointing no. about it or no, Nothing, wow. nothing like, wow. no, because it's like, it's the same as we've always been. And we've worked to be like awesome teammates and communicators and co-parents and stuff like that. Like all of our fights end with a talk. Like it, it doesn't like, there's no like, just put it away. We won't get, we'll get back to that later. And then in three months you have the exact same fight. There's none of that shit. We had like, we got, I got into a fight but with her. You're a good communicator and you're willing to talk it out. A lot of now, can't. Now I fucking fought to be that. I'm Irish. I am not a good communicator. Like, <laughs> truly, we've never... The only feelings that were allowed to be expressed in my home was rage. And after you were angry, nobody was ever allowed to talk about it again. Right. Yeah. So wow. it's like, that's that's kind of how I grew up. Now I've I've made the shift to be a good communicator. Like, this morning, we had we got... This is a classic argument that we get into, right? I'm an asshole because I don't unpack. I go out on the road, and I just leave my suitcase. Right by the door. It'll the never time. get unpacked. My wife is an incredible person as well as a OCD lunatic. So she will clean up after me when I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know what I mean? Always I'll do it. Then she'll do it and she'll move everything. And I'll walk into the room and I'm like, whoa, this room is different. It's clean. That's crazy. And then I'm like, where's my belt? And she's like, I've never touched an article of your clothing in the history of my life. And I'm like, I'm like, you did, you see, because nothing's in the same spot. And she's like, I like I didn't and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, I, I have to express this in the proper way because I'm grateful for what you're doing. I'm mm. grateful for the fact that you see me being a fucking idiot and an immature guy that can't clean up after himself. And then you put everything away. 
the problem lies with the communication of being like, if you don't know where it is, that's great. If you are in an Italian fucking dust bubble with fists and legs coming out of it, and like you have no idea what's happening because you're just cleaning, that's fine. I can handle that. But if you tell me that you've never touched my clothes and I know that to be not the case, I'm gonna You're I'm gonna light this, this home on fire. Right yeah, yeah. My mother used to do this yeah. to me. Same. And it used to drive me up. So the suitcases wall. walk now, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. 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 Oh my god. So but it's stuff like that where like I used to flip the fuck out. Flip the fuck out. Like even with a rela- in a relationship with my wife, early in our in in our relationship, our communication wasn't nearly what it is. Do you guys curse at each other? We used to, and now it's less. I'll say dude a lot, which yeah. is is brutal. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, no, I I'm like I've been in relationships where it's like fuck you, no fuck you, and you're a piece of shit and all that stuff, and it's like. Once you open, language. once you open that though, <laughs> but you know, once you open that, it only gets worse. Yeah. The language only accelerates, and it only the the stakes only get heightened yes. because it never stays at fuck you. Well, fuck you. It only goes to you're a fucking small dick, fucking loser that can't fuck oh, me. I'm gonna God. fuck your friend, like you know, uh, it, it, shit like that. Of like, oh, you've had that one in the chamber. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which friend? Yeah. Which fucking friend? Yeah. I used to have a joke about like nuclear codes, relationship nuclear codes, and bit. like you knowing the one yeah. thing to say to each other that will like set you off. Mm. And my wife, before it she she did it too much and it stopped working, was used to be like, You're being your father. Ooh, Ooh seeing a lot of your dad. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and like just rage. Did and she before, know him? Oh yeah. yeah. She's my neighbor yeah. growing up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean she knows him now. And it's like she just she knew that that was like the thing that would get me. And I, I just like, it took me a long time to be able to breathe through it and also communicate why that is unacceptable and how women are found dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me ask you something. This is what I've been, um, did your wife go through a crazy hormone phase during her pregnancy where she was just a, a different person? Cause I meet like three different yeah. women in 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I've really be like, I'm so, I get some, I've gotten so trouble. Glad I don't gotta go through I'm this. Like, so which one am I talking to? And she doesn't like that. Not to, that. not to quote myself. But I will. Um, I I had a line in my special that I said I was being an ever expanding container of empathy, because that's what you have to be as the partner of somebody pregnant. You have no idea. You can't even pretend that they're a regular person because they're not currently. And that's not. I'm not even saying that as like no, a not, no, as a yeah. as a diss or you are othered or anything like that. I'm saying that as you are a fucking alien for the next nine months and you are in- inhabited by a tenant that is pulling on your emotional strings mm. and fucking with you, pushing your asshole, your pancreas, your this, your that, excreting hormones. So like you you are, are but a vessel. And so I, my job here is to kind of just take whatever you're offering at any given moment with a smile on my face. And that's the problem. And see, my mom, she was like, Phil, she's making a human. Yeah. She was like, my God, are you just that hardened? And I'm like, how much do I just let somebody talk shit to me for something I don't even know what the hell is going just on? Just make her laugh, yeah, yeah. dude. Make, there is no laugh. There's no joy. Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what you do? Is you hug them? Is like immediately when they start losing it, and they and you're you're like, huh. all you have to do is just be like, I can't even imagine. Right. And give them a hug that's because sweet. it's true. You can't really fucking that's imagine. Sweet. You're yeah. a dude. You well, don't have. That's what it is. You're yeah. Right. My, no, let me. It's the empathy because he doesn't have a lot of empathy. Well, I'm trying to get it, but I've never had a lot of empathy. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's not a big deal to me, it ain't a big deal. I hear. And my mom's like, you can't be like that with this. But like, so with my. I I'll tell you, the, the kid is going to split you wide fucking open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you're oh, going to shoot know. rainbows out oh, of your asshole. No. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. So when it first, she first, we first found out and it got to the point, you know, I smoke weed. I've always smoked weed in the house. Weed is pretty safe by much. It's not a cigarette. I was like, babe, should I start smoking outside? She's like, no, the smoke doesn't bother me. It's fine. It should mm. be good. Is that okay a, for me? Like, is that, is that? I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm not a doctor. Right. I would, I would but, probably sit by a window, yeah, but that's that, 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 that would so just be like, me. You know, doing, but I'll just go open yeah. the window. I'll be by the window. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Okay. There's always been a rule though. After shows, if it's after like one or two, don't cook anything. Cause the cooking wakes her up. Yes. So I might yeah, microwave yeah, yeah. something, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just bring something from outside. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But those, that's already been a rule. So the smoke thing happens and she's been cool. But then um, maybe like two weeks ago, I'm smoking and she's like, could you maybe just like, I was like, okay. Oh, she's like, or just wait till I go to bed in my room. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right, perfect. So she goes to her room and and I start smoking. I'm watching a movie, and I got the window open. 
About 30 minutes later, the door opens. <laughs> Babe, that smoke is making me nauseous. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I put it out. All right. And I was like, I won't smoke. So then I'm starving. So we had, I had like a leftover, like piece of steak in the fridge, uh-huh. some French fries, whatever. So I put it in the microwave. She comes out, doesn't say anything, walks straight to the bathroom. She was like, I thought I asked you not to cook because it makes, I said, I didn't cook. I microwaved. I, I was mean, like, but I was like, I was, mint, I was like, but she was like, but you know what makes me sick? I said, so you just want me to sit in the dark and eat sunflower seeds for nine months? Is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I could, I was like, so Nikki got to starve. I was like, I don't know what you want from me. I can't smoke. I can't eat. Just non-smelly foods. Oh, oh literally, it's not even that. You don't, you don't even have to change your behavior, to be honest. Like, oh, oh, well, maybe the smoking, but in that moment, just be like, oh, okay, about the smoking, just be like, totally cool. If it's affecting you differently this week, totally and get it. And that's what it is, because the other it's day, week to week. She, went, yeah. she was at work, and yeah. I smoked, and then yeah, yeah. You know, she didn't say anything, no. but, she, but the flowers made her sick the other day. You know what I mean? So I it's don't know. Gonna you, yeah. it's, right. it's just be, just be, just be so it's always going to change. Right. Just be ready. So I went just up to the roof yeah. to smoke the other day, and yeah. you know, she was like, you don't have to run from me to smoke. I was like, who are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who are well, you? That's, that's when, so one thing that I found was very helpful is laughing at them. Yeah. Right. Like, like truly, and not in a mean way, right. but in a like, you're out of your mind right now, <laughs> and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm enjoying how much this baby is fucking your yeah. world up because it's it's entertaining. Yeah. It's like, I totally get it. Hey, whatever you want. Like, it's truly because the thing that I framed it as, and this might not be right, but this is how I get my mind to act like a human being, is like I want to know, or what would I think of my father? if he threw a fit about smoking weed in the apartment mm. when my mother was pregnant, I'd be like, what are you, a fucking pussy? You can't walk outside. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, like or, or just like any of that shit, like that kind of like, what would I as a kid have thought about my dad if instead he didn't, if, you know, instead of coming home, he did, went out, drank, whatever. Like, perspective of you. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying my best <laughs> to be like, <laughs> not an evolved person, but just like, inching it forward inching yeah. the irish catholic shit forward because the 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 stuff in my family on both sides runs deep mm-hmm. so i you know and i've done a lot of hallucinogens to get yeah. me to this point nice. so <laughs> mike i really 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 listen i say this to all our guests but I, i'm really honored that you came to hang with of us course today. thanks you, for having you me dropped a lot of gems and i'm sure you're gonna help out this guy i told him to call me it anytime yeah. oh, don't even open that fucking. it's already open i'm walking through it <laughs> yeah why don't you give all our listeners your, your social and, and where they can catch a yeah. special. Uh, at I am Mike Cannon across all social media platforms. Uh, Mike Cannon Comedy on YouTube. I have a bunch of specials. I have a travel series that I went to Alaska. Uh, I have uh, edible specials, real material specials, uh, poker shows, you name it. There's some big stuff happening as well. So just follow me on social media and, uh, you know, there are uh, cool announcements coming. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Yes. Uh, please follow us on our socials too. We'd like to know you hear your stories, what you think. All that stuff. Thank you for listening. Wait, damn. What? 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 June 28th, I'm in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. June 29th, Wilmington. Then we got Nashville, Zanies, and we in Charleston. And then LA next month. All right. Oh, my That's bad. It. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks, buddy. Congrats, Phil. Congrats, buddy. Do you have crazy stories? We want to hear them. You can either let us know at IG, on our IG page. <laughs> you can hit us on our fucking... <laughs> See? So hit us up on our IG page, Dating App Disasters, or on Dating App Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. That's just some old nasty shit. Y'all know what y'all like to hear. <laughs> <laughs>